Hello, everybody. Welcome to our special Jersey baseball show today. We have Tom Mercedes as our guest from Fairleigh Dickinson University. We brought Tom on because a uh, little scroll through the college baseball standings in New Jersey, the D1 standings. We know we've got Rutgers, who's crushing it in first place in the Big East. Uh, Monmouth actually has a, a lead in the in the MAC after a couple of weekends and, and certainly a strong team out in West Long Branch. And we've got a third team in first place in their conference in New Jersey. And we look in the Northeast Conference and at the top is Fairleigh Dickinson. Um, and that's got to be good to see. Right, Tom? Thanks for coming on and welcome. Yeah, thank you for having me. And it's always good um, to just look at this, look at the standings at this point in the season and be in first. So yeah, we're just, I mean, just going to build off that. Yeah, it's not like one weekend where you might have gotten, you know, whatever. We're, we're, we're a couple weekends into the season now. We've got a big series um, this this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because of uh, Easter being on, on Sunday. You guys are out at, at Mount St. Mary's and again, having won seven of the first nine in conference. Um, tell us what's kind of key the, the turnaround for the team. Um, you know, after a, a, a rough start, I mean, I think everybody in the Northeast has a rough start when you're playing Southern schools early in the year, but, you know, 12 out of 15 wins, what's, uh, what's kind of been the big turnaround? I, I just think we've been really resilient as a team. Um, we always, we're always picking each other up after every inning. Uh, we give up a run or if we don't score, uh, pitchers got the hitters backs, hitters got the pitchers backs. So I think just taking it one inning at a time, one game at a time, uh, not looking too far ahead, um, that's really helped us be able to be successful every game. Now, I mean, usually when there's a, a big midseason turnaround like that, it doesn't just happen. The results might just kind of start showing up, but it's usually something that started building before then. You know, you look at last year and you see NJIT following kind of a similar pattern in their conference. And, you know, how much of that has been kind of the same for you, where it was kind of a culture thing that's been building? You're a senior now, you know, obviously some struggles early in your in your college career team wise. But, you know, how much of that was building with the coaching change, with everything kind of headed for for this year? I think that's exactly it. Um, the results might not have been showing, but. Uh, now you're starting to see them, I think, uh, with a lot of stress on uh, culture, what Coach Satoma has uh, when he came in. Uh, I think you're finally just seeing uh, the results of everything that we've slowly been building uh, throughout this year and years before. Yep, we're here with Tom Rossetti, uh, former star at Central Regional. Um, you know, all shore player a couple of years, was a catcher back in the day. Um, but certainly very Jersey, very Jersey Shore, uh, Shore Conference star. What attracted you to, to FDU in, in the first place? Um, one thing for me is I just like, uh, I like being close to home. So the fact that it's only just about an hour and a half from me up the parkway. Um, and then we're about five, 10 minutes from New York City. So it's always, it's always a good thing to be close to the big city and go there all the time. Uh, in our free time. So that was one thing that really attracted me here. But I think we need to get this on the record. You are not a Mets or Yankees fan, right? No, no, not a Mets or Yankees fan. <laughs> I'm a Philadelphia sports fan. Yeah, seems like that's, you know, from what I've seen, that's, that's actually kind of a, I don't know if it's just a Bayville phenomenon, but in the area, there's a lot more, you know, there, there's still those pockets down the shore that are hardcore Philly. Yeah. 
I'm just happy to be a part of it. I like I like what the Phillies are building. So we're just going to go with that throughout the year and see how we play. We like what the Phillies are building. We like what FDU is building. Kind of see the, the common thread here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you went through a coaching change in, in college, right? You, yeah, I guess Coach McKay was probably uh, the, the staff that recruited, part of the staff that recruited you. And then midway through, I guess after probably after your freshman year, right? change over to uh, you know, Rob Natoma taking over. You get a short 2020 season, COVID hits, and then a uh, kind of crazy 2021 season where you're going through everything. Um, tell us about, because, you know, not all coaching changes work out, you know, ideally for guys who come in under the old regime, but this one seemed to work out pretty good. And tell us what, what Coach Natoma has brought to the program. Uh, I think Coach Atoma, he just brought uh, a lot of leadership qualities. He's uh, He's been able to mentor the guys who ended up sticking around, and he's kind of helped us understand a lot about the game of baseball and a lot about uh, leading the team uh, to be able to be successful. So uh, since my sophomore year, uh, it's there's been a group of guys who are still here. There's only about six of us that are here from uh, my freshman year, and we've all been uh, – building uh, the way Coach Otomo wants to build his program. And we're just trying to model ourselves uh, to be the best leaders for all the younger guys that come in and help them in the future. What does it mean to you to, to leave the program? I want to you know, make it that soon. We still got a couple months of ball left here, but to, to leave FDU clearly in a better shape you know, the baseball team, the baseball program in a better sh- in better shape than it was when you got here? Um, it means a lot. Um, again, I got to thank Coach Otoma. I got to thank all the guys that have come in and really bought into uh, what what we've been building here. Um, just seeing the turnaround in three years from what it was like uh, freshman year, sophomore year, and even last year, uh, just finally being able to get the results on the field. Uh, that just says a lot about our work that we've that we've been putting in and about the buy-in level of everyone that's a part of the team. So it's, I mean, it's April 3rd, you know, it's mid, not even mid-April technically yet, but it's mid-April. But at the same time, we're, we're 32 games into the season. You know, we're two months in at this point. When you look back at what what's going on, are there any key moments that that stand out that help got you get you to where you are today? I mean, I think the key moments for us, they came before the season. Um, We were up on the weekends every weekend at 5 a.m., driving 30 minutes to go practice. Um, And everyone was always there 15 minutes early. Everybody was there with smiles, some uh, positive energy to be there. I know it's hard to wake up at all those times for lifts and for practices, but I think those moments in the beginning of the in the beginning of the season is where we really started to grow together. And that's where we started to realize if we put in the work then that we could uh, see some results when we get to the field. I said, and, and is there any better, you know, feeling than actually seeing that start to take place? I mean, to, to sweep, um, you know, to start the year um, and then to, to pick up a sweep against Bryant and people don't realize that a number one, Bryant, went down to East Carolina and, and swept, you know, the number, tw- then number 12 team in the country. 
to start the year, but they had never been swept before in a conference series ever. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great to see the results, but um, like you said, we're only about 30 games into the season, so we still have to – we that stuff's all good to have done, but we still got a lot of conference weekends left and a lot of games left. So we just have to keep focusing on what we got in front of us, just taking it, trying to go 1-0 and every day. That was something the coach had mentioned. It was a big, uh, you know, kind of not change in philosophy, but kind of a guiding principle, you know, that, that you guys follow. It's really just, you know, narrow that focus and put the blinders on and kind of deal with what's in front of you. I mean, is that is that something that kind of really has taken hold now? Yeah, uh, definitely. Because one thing that Coach Otomo always says is uh, when we play another team, it doesn't matter what it says on their jersey. He always refers to them as a nameless, faceless opponent. Because if you're going in there and you're like, for example, you got we got Bryant last weekend. If it's, oh, my God, we're playing Bryant, then maybe we play a little differently. But just looking at them as other people who put their pant leg on one leg at a time like us. I mean, it, it that makes the game just so much easier to play when you're not worrying about who's across from you. Definitely. And, and doing it with a lot of guys from New Jersey and kind of just a, a, across the uh, state lines in New York, right? It's a, it's really a local team. Yeah. That, I think that's what, that helps to build the chemistry a little bit. Everyone, I know I, I remember playing against a couple guys on our team in high school and a couple guys on our team knew each other before high school, uh, before college and in high school and stuff. So I think that helps us build the chemistry a little bit faster because we all have these local ties. So is there any thoughts or feelings of, you know, hey, we're, we can't sneak up on anybody now. We're at the top of the, the conference. Or is it just let's focus on what we've got to do every day? It doesn't really matter. We're the we're the same guys who kind of established our identity before the season anyway. I mean, we've already noticed that, but I think we have seen uh, other teams are finally starting to realize that we're not just going to uh, roll over for them and, you know, be the same old FDU that they're used to. So I think uh, we what we believe from the preseason and the offseason is uh, definitely starting to show as far as results right now. Yep, for sure. Now let's... Uh... Talk after you campus wise here for a second as as far as the school, I mean, obviously, you know, when the season's over and you graduate, the season's over. But what are you going to miss most about uh, campus and campus life? Uh, I'm just going to miss seeing everyone, everybody around the campus every day. Um, I don't know. It's just it's a small campus. So you're always seeing all the other athletes, all the other all your teammates every day. Um, that's really all. I mean, we're a pretty close knit group of students here and student athletes. So uh, just seeing everybody who I've uh, seen for the last four years, uh, that'll be probably what I miss. You've seen an, an, an increase in kind of commitment to facility wise and, and you know, really being in a position to, to have success in the Northeast Conference. Any part of you feel like kind of a little bit envious of like the guys coming in now with all the stuff they can, you know, where, where it was, then where it was four years ago. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> um, all the, all the guys who are seniors here, there's six of us. We always talk about how, uh, how lucky these guys are coming in that they get all the nice, the nice renovations that we didn't have when we were freshmen and all the nice gear. We got the Under Armour deal and everything, how, <laughs> all the nice gear they get now. So that's just something we, we, we talk to each other about all the time.
Yeah. Now, what is it in your mind? Like I said, you played in the Shore Conference. You got to. You were fortunate enough to to star in the Shore Conference. You know, obviously played at a high level in in New Jersey. Now for this is year eight, if you count the four in high school and the four in college. What's it say about you know the quality of baseball in the state when you know right now we've got a team leading the Big Ten, got a team leading the MAC, got a team leading the Northeast Conference. So it's kind of like uh, you know the Power Five and 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 also just kind of all throughout D one. I think it speaks a lot to uh, the the baseball that we play here in New Jersey because uh, it just like you said here we have a lot of guys being uh, represented on our roster from New Jersey. And I'm sure those other schools have a lot of New Jersey talent. So um, just being able to see all these New Jersey schools be at the top of their division just speaks a lot to uh, the level of baseball we play in high school here. Yes, sir. And we got to mention Central Regional where you went to high school. You still follow the guys. It should be an interesting year this year. Yeah, I still talk to a couple guys on the team. I still talk to the coaches. So um, I just want to see them play well this year. And uh, I'll be reaching out to them as I go. Going to put you in for live ABs against Cam at any point? Oh, I've had my share of live at-bats against Cam. Yeah, uh, he's uh, it's fun watching somebody in your high school develop into a, a big-time prospect, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. I, I remember I faced him when I was uh, two years ago. So I've seen him ever since he was, he was a little bit younger. Yeah, I was gonna say you see the development from from tenth grade to now. It's uh, it's great stuff. Yeah, it's, he's a special player. Yep, yep. So again, Northeast Conference first place. We got a big series this weekend against Mount St. Mary's. Road trip down to uh, to Maryland. You have a favorite trip that you take to any of these? Now that you've been to everybody in the in the conference, who's your what's your favorite trip to make? Oh, my favorite trip. Hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of a home guy. I like staying at home. Uh, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not big for bus rides. I'm just like sleeping in my own bed, playing at Namoli. I, I, I don't, I'm not a big traveler, so I, I can't say I like to go anywhere. Anywhere. Every week, we, we got to find a schedule. We should need a schedule where it's, uh, you know, every weekend is at home. Every weekend's at home. I would love that. <laughs> awesome. Um, what would it mean to get a big turnout for your next, uh, you know, for the rest of the rest of the way to play in front of some big crowds? Oh, that that would be amazing. I mean, we've started to see a lot more support at home. Uh, all the other, we get, um, all the other sports teams coming out. Like I've said before, we're pretty close knit, so we've uh, supported a lot of other teams throughout the year, and we're now seeing the return in support, especially since we've been playing better. So, it's always good to play in front of a nice group of people. You made the switch from catcher to outfield in college. You miss being behind the plate? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm sure your knees don't miss being behind the plate. That's probably the best thing about it. <laughs> well, we appreciate the time, Tom. Certainly good luck this weekend. You know, big series ahead. Uh, FDU at Mount St. Mary's putting first place on the line in the conference. Um, like to see this story continue. And uh, best of luck in the NEC the rest of the way. Thank you. Thank you for having me.